Hello and welcome to episode 1110 of the Marin Weekly. We're back after a brief hiatus since there were no stories last week. As always, I'm Greg. I'm William. I'm Celeste. All right. It is fifth week. How are we all doing? Well, I think by saying fifth week, I think people can imply how we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Last week was, was a grind. I, you know, posted up in the rag, my desk. I live in Mac Central, so it was literally the Max Bartlett Reg Matt Bartlett Reg Triangle. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. It, it is the Bermuda Triangle. Everything just gets sucked in and your life is gone. <laughs> Yeah. This is why I appreciate the walk b- across the midway um, from Woodlawn to the Reg mm. because, you know, it gives you time to just think, yeah. to yeah. stop, to walk. As a second year, I've been thinking a lot about whether I want to stay on campus and move off or move to a dorm south of the midway. I know me moving south of the midway, that coming out of my mouth is insane. Um, but, yeah, I, I, need the, I need the distance now because mm-hmm. it, it does get, I don't want to say claustrophobic, but it does get a bit claustrophobic when you live in Mexico. You never leave. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's that's just, a good point. Yeah, I lived there for two years. I realized the same thing. I enjoy the walk. You know, obviously there's risk of getting there's a higher risk of getting run over. But if <laughs> you just you know live off love midway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, aside from that, I really genuinely enjoy the walk. Now that said, it's not the dead of winter yet. So. Oh, this is true. Yeah. I speak not having experienced the winter of yeah. Chicago. Really? All right, okay. let's, let's get into <laughs> these since we have a lot to cover. So we'll start off with me. So um, on a story on the Maroons website, emotions ran high on the quad last week as UChicago Jewish student groups and SJP staged opposing protests. Now I'm sure you guys all saw it, a collection of UChicago Jewish organizations um, organized a rally from noon to 1 p.m. at the center of the Quad to express support for Israel following the October 7 attacks on the country by Hamas. This rally came as SJP, Students for Justice in Palestine, continued its daily occupation of the Quad from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., quote, until the genocide ends. SJP began, began its daily protests on Monday, October 16th. Attendees protested for a myriad of reasons. Many had personal ties to the region. Some were Jewish, others Muslim, some were religious leaders or in training to become religious leaders. Many hadn't been able to focus on their work since violence erupted on October 7th. Tensions began to rise as an increasing number of students filtered into the quad from their classes. Speakers on both sides yelled and chanted, each attempting to drown out the other. Students supporting Israel sang in Hebrew. Speakers from SJP chanted into a megaphone. Both groups waved signs and flags. At one point, university officials had to intervene when an altercation broke out between a handful of demonstrators. Organizers from both groups also called on their supporters to not interact with the other. Prior to this, only one university staff member, Adin Call, stood between the two groups. Full coverage is up on the Maroons website, and there is expected to be more demonstrations um, in the coming weeks. Yeah, I, I actually helped cover this um, from, for podcasts, uh, collecting audio and, and doing interviews. It was just really hard to be there. Uh, on one hand, uh, f- from what I heard from many of the students on the Israeli side of the protest is that they did reserve this circle. Um, so I think that should have been recognized, at least. Uh, 
And then what really did irk me, though, was the chants from the river to the sea, um, you know, just insinuating horrible things. Um, I was I was very disappointed in that. Uh, it was it was hard. It was hard to be there. Um, there was also another girl that I met at the protest. Uh, one of her friends passed away um, in, in the conflict um, in Israel and Ashkelon. Um, and and that you know it was it was hard to you know to watch her kind of get yelled at it, and you know it, you know, her friend you know when, when it was just it was just hard I, I, yeah it, it yeah it was just yeah. I yeah. speak as someone who doesn't feel qualified to comment directly on the issue um, I don't have a vested interest in either side I just for me. Um, What's most concerning is that there seems to be, um, I don't know, uh, a, a, a toxic climate surrounding like the repression of, of speech. And, and by that, I mean, you look at UPenn, um, it issued a statement in support, you know, expressly supporting Israel um, after its donors threatened to back out. You had the incident at Harvard where, you know, pro-Palestinian protesters were doxxed. You have other sorts of incidents. There was this tech CEO in Europe who um, said some something pro-Palestinian and he was, you know, canceled. And, you know, I'm not commenting on um, whether or not what they said was, you know, whether or not I agree with what they said. I think for me, it's just concerning that people seem okay with just like repressing speech that they disagree with. And I think at UChicago, you know, an institution that claims to be a bastion of free speech and whatnot, um, I'm glad that the university hasn't expressly taken a stance on either side. And I know in saying that I'm probably upsetting some people, um, but I don't know, that's just my take. Very controversial, but I also think it's very nuanced. And I know that's kind of obvious, but I think people are just losing sight of that. I know it is a political situation, but I think that um, some of the frustration comes also because what's happening now is personal for a lot of people, and there's a lot of pain and a lot yeah. of death, and this need of people, of institutions, to assert their political stance and to take, you know, preemptive measures as opposed to listening to people's individual stories, which I think is what kind of intuitively follows after tragedy, it's kind of, it seems a bit cruel to me. And I think that those chants in such close proximity kind of encapsulated that no one was listening to anybody's story. It was the chanting over and over again. And I think that was just a little scary to see. Yeah, it was, it was just hard to cover. It was... Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know, I don't know if I'll ever see any anything like that again. Yeah, it, it's just. You know, it was. It was. It was really hard to cover. All right, we can move on. Um, now the next story isn't as you know much better. Well, do you want to talk about robberies? In yeah, robberies. <laughs> robberies on and around campus. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so a series of four on-campus robberies took place over Family Weekend, according to an October 16th email sent out by 
uh, Dean Marcel Rasmussen, Dean of the Students in the University, and uh, our guy, Eric Heath, Associate Vice President for Safety and Security. Most students know his name because we do get those emails. Um, no injuries were reported from, from um, these robberies. Three of the four armed robberies occurred on October 4th within the span of just two hours, according to the university's crime log. A total of eight individuals were robbed between the four incidents. In an email from the university, admin emphasized the importance of students staying informed and vigilant in shared information and resources that could be used to receive timely updates about campus safety. Especially for the students uh, and families who are new to U Chicago, um, this is a good time to review safety measures and the ways uh, in which we alert people to serious crimes that occur off campus, the email read. Uh, for general information on campus safety and guidelines for security alerts, the university encourages students to visit the Department of Safety and Security website. For more information, you can read the full article on the Maroons website. This was first reported on by Sabrina Chang. So the university is hosting a webinar on campus safety. Um, yes, and I believe uh, our guy, Eric M. Heath, will be <laughs> speaking then. Um, yeah. I will actually be on the webinar listening. Um, I want to hear what they have to say. Bring back the 15 lifts, if you can hear me. Um, you know, <laughs> it would be nice. Um, I just want to know what they're going to say. What, what steps can be taken? I mean, I, I'm not too sure how large the UCPD's budget is, but it's already very sizable. and. Uh, we already have people standing at corners. Mm -hmm. What more can be done? <laughs> uh, is is the question I've been asking myself. You know, you can we can talk about improving relationships with you know with the South Side, you know, between the university and the South Side of Chicago. But like, what what more can be done uh, to to improve student safety? I'm just baffled because since this article was posted, haven't more uh, rob robberies. Like yes. a card? I yes. believe so, yes. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like every time I open either side chat or my email, something just happened. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know there was a robbery outside of uh, Jake's apartment the other week? Mm -hmm. He didn't even well, realize. I heard about that. I was there a week before at the same time. <laughs> well, I could have been victim. Wait, is the university back to sending those emails to everyone? Um, when a robbery occurs because I, for a while, wasn't getting emails and I, I was hearing about it all by word of mouth. I had to sign up for the list host. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm on the list host now. It's just interesting to read. I, I, I do it alongside my evening reading. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's become so normal now. Um, it's like, oh, Okay. Daily dose of crime reports. That's yeah, good. I should be like, oh, maybe I should avoid that area. You know, like, is this standard? Like, huh? how has it been in the past years? Last year it wasn't like this. No. I mean, uh, last year they had was it the white car? Actually, no one guy. Oh who got, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like in the span of like ten minutes, and then the car came back the next morning and it got yeah. caught. Um, but uh, aside of that, I don't remember anything crazy. This year, at the same time, there was also, I guess, like a paintball issue. That happened. Oh, so this is like year. an annual paintball situation. I, 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 I don't know. Um, look, I love you, Chicago. 
I love Yushikago, but <laughs> reading the crime reports is just the most fascinating. I love all my classes. I love my climate change environment and society class. I love my film class and all the readings that come from that. But the crime logs? My favorite readings every week. Because <laughs> it's just the most interesting stuff happening. I miss my crime logs from, from Brookline, my hometown, because it's like, you know, a squirrel ran across my lawn. Yeah, Brookline, Massachusetts? Yes. Oh, yeah. Brookline, Massachusetts is like, oh, my God, we saw a turkey on the Green Line <laughs> yeah, tracks. Right. You know, the Brookline turkeys. Uh, and, and that's about it. Um, the, but, like, Chicago is just interesting. I was, I was chatting with, you know, I guess you can see what other people post on SideChat, and one of my friends goes to Stanford and uses SideChat, and he asked me, like, is everything okay at you, Chicago? And I was like, hmm, I think. <laughs> we'll see. I'll let him know when Eric Keith tells us what's going on on Tuesday. I wonder if Dean Hale is also going to be on the call, and Michelle Rasmussen. Will the whole squad come out? Big guns? Yeah. Because even Alavisados and Hale said to join email. Uh, well, I believe because a parent got paintballed, right? So then it became, oh, you know, a bigger Everything issue. changes. <laughs> when yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. When something happens to a parent. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the, 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 look, all I'm saying is that I'm not the best at math. You know, someone please email me if I get this wrong. But there, I think, is a direct correlation between stuff happening to parents and parents being around and the quality of lives increasing for students on campus. <laughs> the more parents and donors are here, the better life becomes on campus. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. But there's one professor who I was talking to, harsh grader. That guy is the grim reaper of my grades. You know, if my GPA goes down any further, it's going to be because of him. Um, and he was talking about, like, oh, how happy he was to teach parents weekend, and, and the feedback that he received was so great. And I was like, just wait until you take a midterm with him. Uh, you know, when, but wait, I'm telling you, when the people are, when, when the university is around parents, they become so nice. Mm-hmm. I even mm-hmm. noticed the dining hall food becomes yep, just yep, a bit the better. the quality of the food. The quality becomes better. None Suddenly, the lawn is perfectly manicured on the quad. They did yeah. that last year yeah. around graduation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the sawing last year was funny. <laughs> you, 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 I'd go and I'd see them like laying out brand new sod. <laughs> They'd like be putting holes to aerate the grass. They They're putting out fertilizer. They repainted the gate. Painting the huh? gate. Yeah, they were painting the gate. I was like, wow, <laughs> wow. We need to host more events with parents. <laughs> You know, they, we, in fact, I think we should host an event with parents in my dorm so that they can fix the shower head. Um, you know, ridiculous. just, just, it's incredible. It's incredible. All right. With that, we'll go to you, Celeste, for our last story. Yes. So on Friday, October 13th, the university hosted the ribbon cutting ceremony for its new Air Force Reserve Officer Training Corps program. Under the AFROTC program, the university will host training programs and classes taught by the Air Force to undergraduate cadets. These classes have been taking place for a year, but the ceremony officialized them. As of now, classes are held in Harper Library, and there are only two officers acting as teachers in the program. They are, however, looking to expand UChicago's engagement in the Chicagoland AFROTC which has a longstanding and established presence with involvement from Illinois Institute of Technology, Northwestern, University of Illinois Chicago, and Loyola University. The Air Force expects that far more students interested in military careers after university will choose UChicago, and that UChicago will turn more students into AFROTC members. 
Cadets have a grueling schedule. Those commuting from across the city need to wake up as early as 4 to make 6 a.m. class. For many students, joining an ROTC, however, is seen as a worthwhile deal because of the U.S. military's funding power. Many students are able to attend top colleges on full-ride scholarships. This scholarship is contingent on signing a contract with the military promising four years of service with one's respective branch after graduation. And non-scholarship college students are also able to join U Chicago's AFROTC for a year without any penalty. Hosting the AFROTC is a big step for the university in its relationship with the military, and many prominent university and military figures were in attendance at the ceremony Friday. The Assistant Secretary of the Air Force for Manpower and Reserve Affairs, as well as Dean of College Melina Hale and Dean of Students um, Michelle Rasmussen. This story was first reported on the Chicago Maroon by Finn Hartnett. Um, that morning shocked me. The morning of the flight. Seeing, yeah, the morning of the flight. Where was I? I think I was walking to plain air or to grounds of being. I was walking to somewhere to get coffee. And I just hear this loud, like, plane fly over. Like, I look up, and it's like this gigantic aircraft. Um, I should have, like, looked out for the notification because there was notification that went out saying that, you know, a gigantic plane will be flying over. In the really? Morning. On what? I think it was, like, on Instagram or something. Oh. Um, but, yeah, it, it just shocked me. But I am happy that they're expanding the ROTC program uh, here at the University of Chicago. I think it's a really important step in improving relations between the school and the uh, and the military, uh, as well as providing opportunities for students to get a full ride. You know, U Chicago is there. That's a good deal. Yeah, I I I'm not. No, I I'm not fit enough. I'm not. I don't know. I wouldn't qualify. But if I did. It's a good deal. I mean, I know I one kid who's 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 actually in the program, uh, and he really enjoys it. I wonder just the direction that the kids from U Chicago will take. This is a very quote unquote intellectually curious school, not known for engineering, of which we don't have besides Bang. Um, so, what what will our students be doing in the Air Force after they graduate? Is my question. It's a good question. Um, We'll see. Maybe they might become yeah. procurement officers. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be. There's a lot of to... great jobs in the in the Air Force. So yes, ones you wouldn't expect there to be. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It'll be interesting to look at the outcomes in a few years. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess we'll end it there. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Greg. I'm William. I'm Celeste. And we'll see you next week. Good luck on midterms.